Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I read a very interesting piece by journalist Anna Cullen where she speaks about toxic relationships in all walks of life, by the way. Toxic relationships are not just, you know, romantic relationships. They can also be a relationship with your employer, example, or they can be relationships with anybody. I mean, even family members. They can ruin your self-esteem, your happiness, and the way you see yourself. These relationships might start out great and then slowly take a turn for the worst. More often than not, victims don't actually see it coming. Now, in order to gain a better understanding about the effects of these relationships, Anna spoke to two therapists, Mike Wilkins, who is a counsellor with the Irish Online Counselling and Psychotherapy Service, and Kira McKeown, who is an art uh, psychotherapist. And she joins me on the line, uh, journalist Anne Cullen, who wrote the piece. Good afternoon, Jan. Hi, Niall. Good afternoon. Oh, Anna. Sorry, I do apologise, Anna. Uh, Anna, I read the article and I have to say I found it very, very interesting. And it's a topic I have a great interest in, which is narcissism and, and the, the gaslighting. You talk about the gaslighting as well. And when you were talking to Mike and Kira, what did you learn from them? I mean, obviously, there's different types of relationships, you know, those, those romantic ones and those that are employers, et cetera, et cetera, or family members. But what did you learn from, from those? Yeah, Niall, as you said, it is a very interesting topic and I did feel like it wasn't covered enough in the media. Um, so I reached out to Mike and I reached out to Kira, and I learned an awful lot from them. So I learned about NPD, which is Narcissistic Personality Disorder. I learned about gaslighting, as you mentioned, the effects of gaslighting, um, how you recognise you're a victim then is a big thing. And also love bombing, which is another thing we covered, which is something that I hadn't really heard of before, but it was very interesting to learn about. Then, as you mentioned already, um, we covered the different types of toxic relationships. So whenever I spoke to, to people before, and this is kind of the main catalyst for why I wrote the article, was anytime you would mention toxic relationships, it, their automatic thought would be romantic. And that's just not the case. I mean, there's there's so many. As you mm-hmm. mentioned, there's workplace, there's friendships. Family, family. members, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So there's so many. And I just wanted to dive into that and to basically just put together a really interesting article and have all the information in one place so that if you were struggling or if you felt like you were a victim, that you could just go to this article and you would be able to pinpoint and you'd be able to read it and you might be able to relate to it and it would also Mm -hmm. give you helpful advice on how you get out of these relationships because it's it's very difficult to get out of them. And because, and this comes back to the gaslighting because when you realise you're in a relationship like that, and don't get me wrong, many people do have traits of narcissism which can be just seen as selfishness sometimes. But when you're in one of those relationships where you're living with somebody with narcissistic personality disorder and life is all about them essentially and you're at their beck and call, um, and you get to a point in that relationship where you feel, I'm in the wrong relationship, I need to get out that's when the gaslighting happens because they're clever enough to realise that you're going to go unless they do something nice for you. And that's really what it's about, isn't it? Bringing you back in again just to abuse you a bit more. Absolutely. And when I spoke to Kira, she put it perfectly. She was like, uh, when you start to realise that, you know, something is wrong, I need to get out of this. this, um, this isn't suiting me, my body is screaming at me, telling me, get out of this relationship. But then that person that you're with is copying on and they're realizing, oh, no, this person knows exactly what I'm like. They know exactly what I'm doing. That's when they switch. And that's, as you said, when the gaslighting starts and they start feeding you little crumbs. Mm-hmm. That's the way Kira described it. They start giving you little crumbs of niceness and, and 
treating you with loads of respect and, and loving you and being really good to you so that you stay. Then when you've stayed and, you know, you've managed... You're kind of sucked back into it again, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Then you stay, you've forgotten all the bad times and you get sucked back in. That's when they turn nasty again. So it's like a vicious cycle and... And, and the sad the part about it is when you're a victim of a narcissist, you tend to only remember the nice times because you, your mind automatically wants to block out the abuse and the way you're being spoken to and disrespected and on a regular basis. So you tend to always focus on the, oh, but he did do that for me last week or she did do this for me the week before. Do you understand what I'm So you tend to focus on those nice bits. Completely. It's, it's the rose-tinted glasses. It's what everybody tells you when, when you break up with someone. You remember the good times and you you immediately forget all the bad times. Mm-hmm. And that's what Kira and Mike were, were saying, that that's, that's the number one thing. But after recognising that you are a victim, the number one thing is, is to think of all the bad times and think of all the bad things they've done to you. And it even helps to even write out a list, keep a journal and the pros and cons and, and say, look, these are all the bad things and these are the good things and you will find that the bad things outweigh the good things. And how common is it, by the way? How common is narcissism? It's extremely common and a lot of people don't realise that and a lot of people are victims and sometimes it can go years and years and years and it could be too, not too late, but at that stage then, as you mentioned, their self-esteem, their happiness and the way they see themselves is, is awful and their confidence is in their boots. I mean, mm-hmm. Mike Mike mentioned that it does you know, someone doesn't just gaslight straight away. It builds up over time. So yeah. as you mentioned, there could be good points, good qualities in their relationship, but you know, if there is gaslighting, the person will think, Oh no, they don't mean it or you know, they're having a bad day or they're okay in these areas. You so, just keep making excuses for them all the exactly, time. Exactly. Yeah. You let it go. But then there's only so much letting them get away with it and letting go that you can do before you actually you ruin yourself and, and of course we're talking about relationships here now the other relationships you can of course have is with your employer or your boss for example and that's the same as a boss who constantly criticises you constantly puts you down and just at the point where you're probably about to crack and leave they throw something nice and say oh, you've done a wonderful job on that project last week you know because they're well aware of the fact that they're pissing you off so to speak and I don't want to be using the French for it but the, so they draw you back in again and that same thing can happen on the same level with an employer or with a family member or with other people as well yeah, and friendships as well. And the toxic workplace um, relationships is something that I was actually really interested in as well because a lot of people just go into work and they feel really bad coming home from work and, you know, their their self-esteem is knocked and they don't even put it down to, you know, I shouldn't be in this workplace. This this is normal and it's not normal. Like you can't pick who you work with, like mm-hmm. that's for sure. But at some stage in your life, you do need to sit yourself down or have a little think and be like do I really need to be putting myself in these positions I should be loving my job and I should be going in every day and not have that horrible dreaded feeling of why do I have to go in here or you know why do I have to do this and I feel helpless and I feel like I'm not good at my job you could be excellent really really good at your job but the boss might make you feel that you're not Mm -hmm. and that's so toxic and it's the same with friendship it's friendships it's like you could be celebrating a really good job, successful career move. You could be going on a beautiful holiday. You could, you know, be losing weight. You could be looking fantastic. But they will always have a comment to bring you down. And they I, I, never... It was coincidence. I already watched Jordan Peterson last night and he talked about, uh, you know, he talks about his 12 rules for life. And he talked about sharing good news and sharing bad news. 
and he said don't don't share bad news and don't share good news unless it's a person you believe is genuinely going to be happy for you and and that is the problem because we do tend to share good news with people who are not genuinely happy for us we we share good news with people who are usually quite jealous of us sometimes and and they're not happy for us at all and the same goes with our bad news uh, some people like to well Irish people in particular like to hear a bit of drama but we like to hear people's bad news too because we like to see other people's lives are worse than ours uh, but getting back to I suppose narcissism I mean I don't know how many relationships out there are toxic, but there are so many people living in toxic relationships and maybe they don't even realise it, Anna. They don't. And it's, it's as Mike and Kira said, it, it, it is silent, but you will have that feeling. It's your gut feeling. And if you just go with your gut feeling and you are really like, this is so wrong. This is, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling happy. This person is making me feel worse than happy and if you're given more than you're getting or you no longer trust them or you dread being around them or checking your phone like you don't enjoy spending time with them you know that they or you have a feeling that they do talk badly about you whether it's like to your family members or your friends or whatever or they speak badly about you to your face or you just you don't know why you're with them anymore you don't know why you're friends with them or and they're just not benefiting your life and that's kind of they're the main signs really and that's in friendships workplaces romantic mm-hmm. that's the sign that you need to get out and, and how, you, do, you, you how do you spot sorry for interrupting but how do you spot for people listening how do you spot a narcissist is there do they did mike or Kerry give you any of that kind of telltale signs to spot a nar- narcissist and i suppose to differentiate that from somebody who might be just a little bit selfish because that you know the two are quite similar in some sense so how do you how do you identify a narcissist yeah well i mean there are people that can be selfish like that's that's obvious so and you will meet a lot of people like that in your life but this is a more extreme case i mean this is this is completely a self-centered attitude like they have absolutely no empathy for others they have an obsessive need for admiration like they're arrogant they're demanding they think that they're unique and that they should have the best treatment and they should have better treatment than anyone else and they need others to think really highly of them and then they can't handle criticism or losing and they act as though their self-esteem is really high and they're the best thing ever and they're going around and and they're the the best thing that's spoken on the planet. But Mm -hmm. in reality, their self-esteem is actually quite low and they're easily humiliated. So that's why they have to put up this front and that's why they need others so badly to think highly of them. But the, the main thing that I asked Kira and Mike was, you know, if you're in a romantic relationship or friendships or, or workplaces even, do they feel bad? Like, do they feel bad that they're after hurting you so much and that they're after knocking your self-esteem? And the answer I got from both of them was that no. So they have no shame and no guilt. They have no guilt. And they actually don't even realise they're doing anything wrong. So like Mike said, that that if they gaslight, they find it hard to change because they actually don't recognise they're doing anything wrong. And they don't feel remorse for hurting you. And they might feel that you're actually at fault and that you caused them to act that way. I'm, so, I'm looking at the amount of text coming in here from people saying, I'm in, a, I'm, in, I'm in a narcissist, I'm living with a narcissist, somebody else said I'm in a toxic relationship, exactly what that woman is describing, I know, a good topic, narcissism, I've experienced this for a long time, it's absolutely sickening, thanks Anna, another person says, uh, I was uh, going out with a narcissist for four months, Where is it? oh yeah, that's that one there, sorry, I was going out for four months, very nasty and violent, now, just one final question in relation to narcissists, are they generally violent? 
Now I didn't I didn't get into that with with Kira and Mike, but I would imagine that you know every relationship would mm-hmm. be quite unique, and yeah. narcissism would take many forms. And so no, no, they don't necessarily yeah they don't necessarily have to be violent because I mean of course you know psychological damage can be just as bad or psychological abuse can be just as bad. Absolutely, and it's sneaky and it's silent, yeah. and you you it doesn't have to be physical abuse. I mean, don't get me wrong, physical abuse is is awful, but emotional and psychological abuse as you said is just as bad and it's so sneaky and you're you're down on the ground and your confidence is knocked so low before you actually realize and that's why it's so difficult to get out of them because you have absolutely no confidence in yourself and you're scared and you you start your brain is working in in a very different way than it usually would and you start thinking oh i'm being silly now they're they're grand like they're they don't they're good in other ways and if I walk away now I look silly and I love them so much and that's where the love bombing comes in as well it's like that was really interesting to talk about with okay Kira yeah finally what what is d- define the love bombing so does that happen over the short term or over the long term it's kind of a long-term tactic and it's a very effective gaslighting tactic and it occurs it does occur primarily in romantic relationships and as Mike put it it's it's like that the person at the start he's very, like they're very charismatic they're charming, they shower you with love, attention, gifts, they're the best thing in the world, and then you're drawn in, and all of a sudden, they start withdrawing, and they start taking back that attention, they start taking back that love, and they kind of get sick of you, and they kind of get bored of you, and it's very obvious that they're bored of you, but at that stage, like Kira described it, you're, it's like a you're already invested, it's too late, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, already, you're already a, bonded to yeah. this person and it's very, very hard to get out of it because you're addicted to them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, it's a wonderful read and I recommend anyone to have a quick look at it. I'll put a link actually on our Twitter account. If you go to the Niall Boylan Show or Niall Boylan Twitter account, there should be a link to it there. Anna Cullen, uh, journalist, listen, thank you very much indeed for drawing attention to that. It's a, good, it's a really interesting topic and a really interesting read. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you, Niall. Classic hits.